0: Are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am Locked on the Houston Astros and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. So we have a jam-packed show today, and you can get Locked on Astros on the brand-new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked on Astros. It's your team every day. So in the first segment, we're going to talk about super hot George Springer. Then we're going to look at one of the top offenses in baseball, the Houston Astros. Miz Diaz is filling in very well. Thank you very much for Jose Altuve. And was the Diaz trade better than re-signing Marwan Gonzalez? So the Astros win 11-4 last night behind three homers, Diaz, Carlos Correa, and George Springer. They are now 28-15. and And something that's amazing is the fact that they only have 10 losses since that 2-5 and start. Remember that where everybody was panicking, the world is over. It's time to uh, trade everybody and start rebuilding again. Well, the Astros have really responded well, and they are beating the teams they should be beating, and they're uh, playing well against the teams that they should struggle against. So the Houston Astros are one of the best offensives in baseball. They're led by Mr. George Springer, Mr. Leadoff extraordinaire, Mr. the inside the park homer last night. It was the first on the road since Lance Berkman in 2002. It was, it hit off the concrete wall underneath the padding in right center field, and it bounced away from the outfielder, and George Springer never stopped. He never he knew what was going on, and he just kept on chugging, 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 and he finally landed at home uh, plate. And Alex Bregman, it was so funny, he was telling him, you don't have to slide, you don't have to slide, and he still slid because he was tired. And he was running fast, and everybody wants to get that inside the park homer because that happens, what, every four years, every ten years, something like that. For George Springer to do that, to get his 16th homer on the season, that's just impressive, and it just shows what type of player he is. He doesn't have to hit it out of the ballpark. Basically, hit it off the wall and just run it out. Something that I saw on Twitter that was really impressive is that in his uh, George Springer's last 15 at-bats, he has scored ten times. That's incredible. That's like uh, two-thirds of the time. So every three at-bats, he scores. That's really impressive, and that's not something you see often. So the Astros are streaking right now. Remember earlier in the season when they won 10 in a row? They have won seven in a row now, and they have won 10 of their last 11. They have set a franchise record for homers in the last 12 games with 33. 33, and this is via Chandler Rome. They're li- they have the top offense in baseball. Let- let's look at it. They are second in homers with 82. The Mariners have 83. They're first in total bases with 753. The Mariners have 713. And this is in the AL and the NL. So this is all MLB. They're first in batting average with a 283 batting average. The Cardinals have the second highest batting average at 263. That's a 20 points difference. That's rare. The Astros are first in OPS with the 868. The Twins are second with the 823. They're first in slugging percentage with a 514. The Twins have a 492. They're tied for first in runs with the Mariners at 240. They're first in hits with 415. Arizona is second with 398. So as Nick Castellanos said last night after the game, the Astros are kicking some asp. I think I could say that on this show. But anyway, you know what I mean. But, And I love the way he said, they're just a better team right now. And we're going to get there, but we're not there yet. It's impressive what this team's doing. And a question I have for you is, is this offense going to keep on going? Will this offense keep on producing? And guys, go ahead and tweet me. I, I want to know that you're listening to the show. I want to hear your feedback. Just let me know what's going on. And uh, let's talk some Astros baseball. You can always tweet at... Eric Talkstros, or you can tweet at LockedOnAstros and go and follow us on Twitter. All right, so I want to spend the last two minutes of this segment talking about Oledmus Diaz. He is filling in very well for Jose Altuve. In the past four games, he's got seven hits and 16 at-bats, three homers, 10 RBIs. His OPS during that time period is 1507. Diaz is somebody that a lot of people were criticizing early in the season because he was filling in at shortstop for Carlos Correa. Diaz is not known as a great defensive shortstop. I know he may be listed as a shortstop, but that does not mean that his best position is shortstop. He plays very well at second base. He plays okay at first base. Third base, we haven't really seen him play there much, but Overall, he is a mini Marwin Gonzalez. He can't play in the outfield, at least not yet. And uh, he's not as good defensively. Was the Diaz trade? A lot of people have been talking about this on Twitter. Was it better for the Astros to go out and trade for Diaz or signing Marwin Gonzalez? I know it's still early in the season and Marwin Gonzalez has a much better track record. But so far this year, Diaz is batting two sixty three with five homers. 21 RBIs, and an 815 OPS, and he is under team control through 2022. Marwin Gonzalez, who's coming off a two-year, 21 million signing during spring training with the Twins, he's batting 231 with three homers, 13 RBIs, and a 663 OPS. So if you're looking at the season stats, yes, Diaz is having a much better year, but I think with this, you have to look long-term, but you have to admire what Jeff Luno was able to do. He was able to go out and get a quality utility guy for basically a minor leaguer uh, who's having an okay season. But overall, this is the guy that helps you win championships. He may not be the best defensive guy, but he's got some power and he can hit. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Wade Miley. Colin McHugh, he's looking a lot better in the bullpen. Frommer Valdez is becoming a valuable bullpen piece. And why did the Tigers leave Ryan Carpenter in a game so long? And then we're going to talk about Tyler White. Tyler White, everybody wants to pick on him. But Jeff Luno had some things to say on the Sean Salisbury Show. You've been listening to Locked On Astros Podcast. Remember to get this show every day by subscribing to the Locked On Astros Podcast on the new Himalaya Podcast app. In the ever expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally created playlist and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your App Store and subscribe to Locked On Astros. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. And guys, I'm doing this daily podcast, and this is about your team every day. So make sure you check it out and tell your friends about it. Let people know about the Locked On Astros podcast. But let's go and talk about the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros are the best team in baseball, and it's not even close. If you take a look at the standings, the Astros have a plus 83 run differential. The Mariners have a negative 12. The LA Angels have a negative one. The Rangers have a negative 9, and so do the A's. So the Astros really don't have any competition in the AL West. And I know people across the country are saying, well, they're playing against a bunch of teams that suck in the AL West. Guys, we didn't put ourselves there. This was Bud Selig. Bud Selig Selig did this. He said, okay, guys, you're going to move to the American League, and the only way we'll prove this sale to Jim Crane is if y'all move to the AL. And uh, the Astros did So, guys, the Astros didn't ask to be in this position. And back then, those teams were good. The Angels were really good. The rain, the Rangers, I hate to say this, were good for a little bit. And the A's have made playoffs in a, once or twice in the past five years or so. These teams are all struggling at the same time. And I think it's a matter of the Astros just being that good. The only other team with a run differential close to the Astros is The Tampa Bay Rays with a plus 61 run differential. So, guys, the Astros have scored 240 runs. They've only allowed 157. Let that sink in. It's not quite as high as the run differential last year, but it's getting up there. And the way the Astros are scoring, it's impressive. So, let's kind of switch from the offense. Even though they got 14 hits yesterday, they scored 11 runs and they had uh, three homers, two triples and then four, uh, three, RB, uh, three doubles. So it was an offensive explosion, but we are switching, Mr. ADD, ADD Eric. So Wade Miley didn't have his best stuff yesterday, but he still managed to pitch six innings. He With the way he pitches, he's going to give up a lot of hits. He gave up seven hits yesterday and four earned runs. He did allow that one homer. He did a, a walk a few batters, and that's how some of the runners scored, but... Overall it wasn't a great performance, but when you're given a oh, let's look at the how the Astros offense scored. This was in the first 6 innings. 3 it in- runs, 3 runs, 1 run, 1 run, 1 run, 1 run. So basically they scored 10 runs in uh Miley's innings. So what happens with a pitcher is it does get to your head. You just like, "Oh, I'm going to get the win anyway. You try to be perfect, you just try to pitch, and sometimes you're going to give up some runs." So Um, Miley did a great job considering circumstances and I feel really bad for the opposing teams because the Astros offense led by George Springer is just on fire right now. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about Colin McHugh. Colin McHugh has been, uh, he took the demotion to the bullpen very well. And he said he would like to get a chance to get back into the rotation, But he's finding his groove. He pitched two innings yesterday. His slider was the best we've seen in a few starts. This is a good move for him. Now, eventually, if they decide to move him back into the rotation, if there's an injury or something, then he's kind of rediscovering what makes him successful. But with somebody like Colin McHugh, he's better in short innings. And I know this is going to impact his pocketbook next year because he wants to get starter money, not reliever money. But... Keep keep in mind, if you have somebody like him or Brad Peacock, I know he's not a free agent yet, but those guys, the way that they can bounce back between the bullpen and the rotation, that's something that you don't see that often. So I wouldn't be surprised if Colin McHugh gets some money. I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros try to bring him back. But I don't know uh, him being demoted to the bullpen. I don't know how he's going to feel at all the times they went to arbitration so maybe McHugh would want a uh, change of scenery, but overall, I love him in the bullpen. I think he's awesome. Yes, he's going to give up some stinkers from time to time, but it's better to do that as a reliever versus a starter. Frommer Valdez is becoming a very valuable bullpen piece. He's being thrown in all the time. He's got a 4.32 ERA. I know it's not great. Uh, keep in mind that he did have some a bad ERA to start the season. He got hammered a little bit, but... Overall, he's doing pretty good. He's coming into some tight situations. And overall, I think Valdez is going to be a big weapon. He's got some of the best stuff on the team. It's just a matter of doing it. So the Tigers option, Ryan Carpenter, that's the guy who started the game. And uh, Gregory Soto will start today versus uh, Justin Verlander. I was surprised that the Tigers left Carpenter in so long. But I think part of it was the fact that they knew they were going to option him, so they were just trying to eat up as many innings as they could because this Astros offense is great. That brings up the negative. Let's talk a little bit about Tyler White. He was 0-5 for 5 yesterday with a 230 batting average, 333 on base percentage, and a 283 slugging percentage. Jeff Luno on the Sean Salisbury show today was talking about Tyler White and uh, Jordan Alvarez. So here are some things that he talked about. I don't have, these aren't exact quotes. This is just what I remember. He said that A.J. Hinch is doing a good job getting White some starts to try to break out. And the Astros offense is covering for the fact that White is not, not really hitting at this moment. He said that this is, is the big league, so he's eventually going to have to hit because there's other people who are waiting, namely Alvarez. Kyle Tucker is on fire in AAA. You can't count on the Astros' offense to cover for White the whole year because eventually they're going to hit a stretch where they're going to struggle a little bit. Now, in terms of Alvarez, he's working on his defense. Jeff Luno went down. I talked about that the other show that he went to go watch the Round Rock Express play. He said that when he steps in, he's really imposing because he's a big man. He's tall that's why i draw the comparisons to david ortiz just because of his presence like he's intimidating the the triple a pitchers are not pitching to him and that's what jeff luno said he said that he likes how mature he is the pitchers are not throwing him pitches in strike zone and he's not chasing you know that the astros gm is in the stands watching you and you're not going to uh you're okay with taking a walk that shows a good hitter that shows somebody with a strong uh, belief in themselves and i'm really excited to see alvarez come up but that's all we got for tonight today's show tonight you're going to have justin verlander versus some guy named soto and i think this will be an emotional start for justin verlander i don't see any reason why the astros don't win this game again tonight then they're going to face a tough matchup with the Red Sox. And as I said already in a show before, we faced the Yankees earlier in the season at the right time when a lot of them were hurting and uh, they've been struggling against the good teams. We are facing the Red Sox at the wrong time. But the Red Sox are going to be a tough matchup. And the fact that we have to face them twice in two weeks is going to be re- even harder. But I think the Astros' offense, will. it doesn't really matter who they're facing. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked on Astros.